Hey, if you love The Goon Show, I'll bet you'll love my new comedy podcast called Expertise, where a fake expert makes up fake facts about real things. It's nutty, zany, silly, with lots of room for improvisation, just like The Goons. Join us, won't you, at funnypodcast.co. This is the BBC Light Program. What beautiful words, Wall! Why didn't we set it to music? It would be a jolly good idea. Of course. Just stand under this tree and listen. Mm-hmm. Just a minute. Just a minute, please. Just a minute, Mr. Seacombe. What? That what? music was written by Edward Elgar, sir. Edward Elgar? He got in quick, didn't he? You better watch his composer. Same thing happened before. I wrote Handel's Lager, and when I got it to the publishers, he'd already written it. <laughs> you know what he called it? Handel's Lago, same as me. Is your name Handel's Lago? What, 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 what? You get a belt of that big shiny ear, all of yours. <laughs> never mind, then. I shall never mind. Good heavens, it's Peter Sellers, who has just broken his own record of keeping a car for more than a month. <laughs> well, you may laugh, Herschel. The trouble is, nobody's yet invented a hi-fi car that takes films in colour with a built-in tape recorder. But the day will come, Marky. Stop those car impressions. I can't. This is a chauffeur-driven impression. Stop here, Jim. <laughs> How could you afford such expensive impressions? Because I do a brilliant impression of a large bank account. Splendid! <laughs> You're just the type to do the impressions in our most recent leather goon show, entitled The Space Age! When news of the new Russian satellite was released on the Sunday, the high-ranking British astronomers were unfortunately away for the weekend. However, the moment they were informed of the phenomena, they immediately continued their weekend holiday. But, but in Hailsham, a small English village just across the Channel from France, an Englishman staunch and true was at work. Ah, oh, that's my cue. Thank you, Walt. <clears throat> now, where's my tin speaking trumpet? <laughs> hello, folks! Hello, folks! Hi, folks! This is Gunnar Eddie Seagull speaking to you from the hayloft of a barn at Poole Farm. I'm carrying out a vital scientific experiment, folks. I am discovering how long a World War I army deserter can survive in a hayloft and horse fodder, raw carrots, grass, cardboard, string, rope, all that. What? Who's that? Halt over there! Shoot and I'll fire! Ah, good morning, ragged military gentlemen. Wow. Good heavens! It's the military police. Yes, Neddy. It's all a mistake, I tell you. I, I didn't know the 56th Heavy Regiment was sailing for North Africa. I, I overslept, that's all. I'm not afraid of the Germans. <laughs> Come on and fight! Down with the Kaiser! Yeah, you see him, a patriot. Rule Britannia, there'll always be an England. <gasps> they all say that, you know. <laughs> what, 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 what? There, there, Neddy, little Neddy. We are bearers of grand tidings. Huzzah! Of course, the king's pardon. <laughs> well, not quite, Neddy. Right. You are still on the books as being a World War I deserter, but have no fear, laddie. Well, how's the war going? Have we captured Berlin yet? Oh, the war, Berlin, yes. Yes, it fell to us, but we lost it again. To whom? A man called Adenar, I think it was. <laughs> Good heavens, 1957 and World War I still on. World War I still on? <laughs> World War I, you'd find say it, <laughs> World War I still on. World War I. Well, we set for World War I. Yes, at this very moment, the Germans are attacking the Bank of England. Strange. I haven't heard any gunfire. Moriarty, quick, your World War I impressions. Bang, bang, boom, bang, We would like to assure nervous listeners that the shell fire they hear is not genuine. It's 
been done orally by an unscrupulous military policeman who takes protection money from deserters like Neddy, who are not aware that the war is over. And if you'll pardon me, I'll slip away before they notice my Boer War helmet. Good heavens, that last one was close. Yes. <laughs> Look, lads, have had enough of this. I've been paying you for 38 years to keep my secret. I've only got three shillings left. Oh, I, I see. Uh, just one moment. Oh, yes, um, Nettie. Um, we've got a little invention here we call the dessert spread. What is it? A woman? No, Nettie. <laughs> With this gadget, you can hide in space. Space? I'm taking up too much already. <laughs> Lad, we have perfected a method of getting a man off the ground under his own power. He needs no other means of propulsion. Has it been successful? Successful. Do you hear that, Count? <laughs> I even last night, the dear Count here, Went up on the heath and unaided, elevated himself into space to the height of 20 feet. Gad, what's this invention called? A ladder. <laughs> of course, I may think of a better name for it later, but... Uh, no, 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 ladder's a good name for it. I must tell folks just about my trumpet. <clears throat> Calling folks, holla folks. <laughs> With this invention, folks, I can go on being deserted forever. The military police will never find me a bear, folks. How much? Well, to anyone else, Neddy, ten shillings. But to you... 38 pounds. Oh, oh, I couldn't take advantage. I'll pay what everyone else does. <laughs> Ten shillings. How would you like it? In 38 one-pound notes. Right. See, I've got 40 pounds. Huh? I'll peel them off. 40, 39, 38. There. 38 pounds. Thank you, Ned. Now, pick a card. Don't let me see it. What is it? The 43 of diamonds. You lose pay pontoons only. 28 pounds. I think. Now, Neddy, here, Neddy, are the full-scale plans of a ladder. These plans are made of paper. Yes, Ned. If chased by military police, place plans against a wall, climb up, and then fold the plans up after you. Brilliant! But I'd better not take any chances. Of course, I, of course. I think I'll make a wooden one. Spend it. And here to cover the sound of your carpentry is Max Geldray to play his old Dutch muffled teeth. <laughs>
That was Max Geldray, who played standing inside a pair of trousers. You will remember that Neddy has built himself a ladder. Part two, we find him hiding at the top. Hello, folks, calling, folks. I'm in a deserted paradise, folks. Balanced at the top of a secret 20-foot ladder in the middle of Piccadilly Circus. And damn city you look, too, Mr. Seagull. <laughs> Quiet, Wall. Do you want people to see me? It matters not if they do. The crux being that World War I, from which you hide, was terminated in 1918. Whoa! 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 38 years I've been a coward for nothing. Wait! That means they owe me 38 years coward deserters back pay. I'd better get down to Whitehall. Oh, dear, dear, that Chinese ginger. There ought to be a law against it, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, it's time the delightful Madame Latoul was here. <laughs> Get me handkerchief and me electric tango boots on. Now, <laughs> turn the gas stove down low. Must have a romantic atmosphere, you know. Singes, play a military tango on the phonograph. <laughs> Those tuneful twenties. That's her now. Now just put the light out. Ow! Got it right in the filaments. Now. Ah, Millie. Ah, Millie. To me arms, darling, and let us waltz. Let's waltz the whole night through. The Darjeeling one step with you. It's cooler than Puna, and I'd rather sooner do it in Darjeeling with you. Out in the old bazaar, I'll give a loud Let's live our moment in Bombay cantonment. The Darjeeling one step with you, with you. The Darjeeling one step with you. I kiss your hand, madame. <laughs> And that's as far as it goes. What? <laughs> I'm promised to another. Well, I don't know who you are, sir, or where you come from, but you've done me a power of good, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, I'm Gunnar Ned Seagull. What are you doing on top of that ladder, sir? World War I is over. I know, I'm practicing for the next one. But how can you? They haven't written the music for it yet. Of course they have, sir. It goes like this. What's it called? World War II. Wait a moment. I know. Where's me old photographs? Wait a minute. Aren't you Gunner Ned Seagoon of the deserters' barn, Hailsham? Yes. Then what are you doing deserting your own carriage post? Well, the Kaiser surrendered. Nonsense, sir. Singes, do some impressions. Bang, 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 boom. There. You heard that with your own ears. German World War I rifle fire interpreted into English by Haveldar Singe's things. 
better get back on duty as a coward, then. Ah, uh, Major, uh, uh, the Russians have forced a uh, satellite into the ionosphere. That filthy swines. <laughs> and me with only one change of underwear. May I explain, Major? What, what, what? I said, may I explain? But we get on with it then. What? Well, this is a satellite moon circling the Earth. The Russians have done that. Ah, yes, sir. Then what are the Americans doing? They're not. <laughs> then the great space race has begun. Men, on your marks, get set. And so England joined in the attempt to conquer space. The question was, how could we get ahead of Russia? Soon, the great all-leather laboratory at Neesden was working full blast on a project. Now, men, men. Get this, get this rocket strapped up your back. And stand in the fireplace. And remember, modern men, keep your elbows well in till you're clear of the <laughs> chimney. Oh, dear. What about the heat from the rocket, Henry? Well, hold the lid of this biscuit in behind you <laughs> to protect your nether limbs. Now, modern men... Oh. When you're well clear of the earth, get extra power by strapping on these leather duck wings. How do I operate them, Henry? Don't worry, modern men. As soon as you're up, this instruction manual on leather wings will be rocketed up to you. Now, let us check your outer space nourishments pack. <laughs> All right, Henry. Let me see. One all leather bat. Uh, two and threepence. Packet of Indian tea. Oh. <laughs> Net weight quarter pound. Eight pence farthing. And a small brown loaf. Now, um, what, are, what are they all flapping? Now, oh. your medical survival kit. Oh, the survival, yes. One fish, too. <laughs> One outer space lemon and horsehair poultice. Oh. One stratosphere packet of ling centipods. Oh. And Alistair's horse oils. Oh. One bottle of Indian brandy. <laughs> now, min. Think yourself lucky to have modern science at your disposal. Oh, you're going to dispose of me, then? Not that. Oh, we will be murdered in our beds. Wait a minute. Oh, dear, dear. Coming, coming. Coming. Min, don't go up till I come. Hide me, sir. The military police are after me. I can't think what they see in you, sir. (laughs) Where are you? On top of this ladder. Oh, you're in the Air Force, then. (laughs) Come in. Now, sir, you are just in time to see Britain's first woman into space. Good heavens! She's gone up the chimney. Yes. Now to pick up her signals on this wireless set. 
Calling Min, calling Mud and Min. England now has a successful Min Bannister circling the earth. Min, can you give us your exact position? I'm stuck halfway up the chimney. Ah, Min, this has put England years behind. We must defeat the chimney barrier. Don't worry. I have an invention here which can get her well clear of the chimney. But, and but, into space. What? <laughs> yes. It's called a 20-foot ladder because of its length. Quick. Get it up the chimney then. Quick. Now up you go. Can you reach up? Not quite. Ladder's not long enough. But don't worry. Just put this giant handy interballistic rocket to the bottom of the ladder. Light the fuels. What's the matter, Min? A man just went past me on a ladder. <laughs> Min, this is a great day for army deserters. Why? The first one has just been launched into space. Let's send up Ray Ellington. Come along. Come on.
the Opera House Aldershot. <laughs> A critical first-night audience are judging the military police solo ballet contest. Thank you. Thank you. And now for a home call, dance Corporal Binger will dance the solo part of it from the constable ballet Cop Aldea. <laughs> sir. Sir. Sir, the concert. Sir, the concert. Please. This is a... This is a great day for the military police. As you know, man, since the last war, 33 million, that is, one-third of the male population of England, have been deserters. Well, we have found one of them. Well, where's, uh, where's this deserter then, Dale? Where's the old deserter, Dale? Well, I'll tell you, Dale. Well, no, Dale. We got him trapped. He's circling the earth 500 mile up. So step forward, the tallest man in the regiment now. Brave man. What's your name? Line Corporal Eccles. You're not the tallest man in the regiment? Well, the fellas that pushed me forward seem to think so. All right, pick a partner and I'll arrange transport. All right. Um, oh, yeah, okay. Hey, now. No, not them, not them. No, not you. You got it, no. Not him. No, no. No, not him. No, no. Uh-huh. Oh, you. You would pick me, you big stinking. Oh, bottle, bottle. Don't you bother me. I'm on my way to do my mum's shopping, I am. If I take a small brown tin of salmon, caught the black shag. I don't want to play the military police game. What's the matter with you, man? <laughs> it's all right, you saying that. <laughs> My parents say go caught the rice, one tin condensed milk. My mum says with all these politicians about, I'm not to play in the park. Right. Come on, you two, fall in. Now march behind each other. By the right. Quick march! Left! 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 Right! Left! 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 We'd better follow him, and we're... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have just heard that the actual screams of terror being emitted by the satellite deserter Seagull are being picked up by a Mr. William Mate. <laughs> Who will report the signals are coming through on his gas stove. Yes, mate. Well, I gets up this morning to boil a loaf of bread. <laughs> Suddenly, here's his screaming coming from the hot plate, you see. <laughs> so I shouts down a little holes in the gas ring. I shouts out. I says, uh, I says, do you mind not making so much row down here? There's people in the house up here are trying to kip. <laughs> and he said... Well, you asked him, go on. Well, <clears throat> hello, calling Satellite Seagoon. Help! Get me down! It's dangerous up here! The heat barrier is destroyed by underpants! Heaven knows what'll go next! 
Don't, don't, Seagoon, don't worry, I beg of you. A rocket is on its way to bring you down. Hold on. Well, turn to worry. There's a dog up here nipping at my heels. At dawn, as you can hear, a great military police space rocket was prepared. The red cap was screwed on, and inside, final orders were given. Now then, cigarette art. As you chance know, we are about to make the first arrest of a deserter in our space. Now, Sergeant, five seconds from now, we will synchronize instruments. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Right now, man, you all know your station. Slapham Junction. Shut up, Echo. 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 Shut up, Oh, the rocket. Oh, the rocket. All right, chance. We are 500 miles up now and well clear of the earth. We move liberty bodices and replace tension. Captain, look. There's a face at the window. What? Draw the curtains. <laughs> wonder who it is. What height are we at? 492 miles. Yeah, can't be seen here. It's only four foot nine. Wait a minute, Captain. He's standing on a ladder and he's got no clothes on. Sir, improperly dressed, eh? No, he's not dressed at all. <laughs> he's N-U-D-E. That's him, Nudi Sigun. <laughs> Nude? Give me them binoculars. I tell you, this Seagoon, he's knocking to come in. There's manners for you. Don't let him in, Major. Why not? I can't play two parts at once, do we? Well, get out. That's got rid of him. Now, let this other Seagoon in. Ah, thank you, Major. Hello, folks. Call me, folks. It's me, folks. Maybe I'm safe. Stop. Deserter Sigun, you're under military arrest. I'm not frightened anymore. World War I is over. Ah, yes, but since then we've had World War II. <laughs> I'm assigned. I'm assigned. Yes, Navy. Now, for a few shillings a week, we know a nice little spot where you can hide. <laughs> yes, and... but you tell me when it's over. Of course, You see, it's all in the mind, you know. That was The Goon Show, a BBC recorded programme featuring Peter Sellers, Harry Seacom and Spike Milligan with the Rayland Quartet, Max Gelbray and the orchestra conducted by Wallace Stott. Script by Spike Milligan and Larry Stevens. Announcer, Wallace Greenslade. The programme produced by Roy Spear. Man, as John Lennon said, love those goon shows. Just a quick reminder for more comedy fun, come on over to funnypodcast.co for the expertise comedy podcast.